Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P-Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Far-flung search for Alonzo Sturgeon has taken Superman to Texas, where once again the trail ends in mystery. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, you want to have a circus of fun at breakfast tomorrow? Have yourself a cantaloupe pinwheel, patterned after those brilliant-colored circus pinwheels that go spinning around in the breeze. You know, that's this week's pet dish of the week, cantaloupe pinwheel. And it sure does tickle your taste. Here's how it goes. You start off with your regular serving of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Then, with your spoon, scoop out strips of golden ripe cantaloupe. Arrange them on top of your Pep, you know, like the spokes of a wheel. Add milk and sugar and pitch in. No kidding, gang. This is a dish your appetite will really latch onto. Because those crisp, tender flakes of Kellogg's Pep are tops when it comes to real melt-in-your-mouth goodness. What's more, Pep is called the sunshine cereal. It's loaded with sunny, golden toasted flavor. If you get hep to pep, you'll want to eat up every bit in your bowl. And you know, that's particularly important nowadays when we're sending the cereal grains to fellas and girls overseas. So make sure not a bit is wasted when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers. If you pour your own pep, pour it carefully and finish off every bit you pour out. Remember, gang, that's important. Eat all your pep. Don't waste it. Now, the adventures of Superman. 
Lois Lane and Horatio Horn, the Daily Planet's rural correspondent, were captured by the same gang who had abducted Professor Alonzo Sturgeon, famous atom bomb scientist, they learned that the professor had been taken to New Orleans. From there, he was to be transported to a secret destination by air. Superman rescued Lois and Horn from the flaming warehouse in which the gang had imprisoned them, and then streaked to New Orleans, where he discovered that a plane, apparently carrying Professor Sturgeon, had taken off several hours before for Brownsville, Texas. As we continue now, Superman has rocketed to Brownsville, and once more in his guise of Clark Kent, has just heard disquieting news from the dispatcher at the airport. Do you know which plane I'm talking about? Yes, yeah, so Mr. Kent, that plane was due here an hour ago, but up to now it's unreported. Unreported? That's right. Seems to have clean disappeared. Well, when was the last time you had any word of it? When it took off from New Orleans around 1 o'clock this morning. Not a thing since. That's strange. Have you checked with the other fields between here and New Orleans? No, sir, but we'd have been notified right away if he came down at a regular commercial airport. Yeah. You see, they're all on the teletype loop. Mm-hmm. But there's a heap of small fields which don't have a teletype. If he landed at one of them or in the open country, there's no telling when we'd get a report. Well, there's anything being done to locate the plane. Yes, sir, I notified the federal people. They've got search planes out now. They'll let me know as soon as they find anything, if they find anything. Well, that plane must be found. If it isn't, our country and the whole civilized world will be in great danger. What do you mean, Mr. Kent? Well, there's no time to explain now, but if that plane really intended to come to Brownsville, I'll find out if he came down between here and New Orleans. You'll find out. You got a plane? Well, no, no, not exactly, hey, but... Look, Mr. Kent, the best thing for you to do is to wait right here until we get a report from the search party. But I... Because even if you chartered a plane, you'd be a month covering all the country between here and New Orleans. Oh, I can do it a lot faster than that. Thanks a lot, though. I'll be seeing you. Leaving the puzzle to Thatcher's office. Clark Kent steps behind a hangar, stripped off his business suit, and stands revealed in the blue costume and red cape of Superman. Up! Up! And away! Leaping high into the sky over the Brownsville airport, the man of steel streaks away toward New Orleans, his keen eyes searching every inch of the terrain below for a converted army transport, number 43-743. For hours, he searches vainly, flashing out over the blue Gulf of Mexico to examine the waters near the coast. Meanwhile, almost 2,000 miles to the south, the very plane Superman seeks is droning steadily southward above the Pacific Ocean. In the cockpit, co-pilot Bruce McMillan talks to pilot Bill Ramsey. There's a couple of things about this setup I don't like, Bill. What's eating you now, Bruce? Well, first thing, I've heard of shipping rare animals and birds and stuff from the tropics to the States. But this is the first time I ever heard of flying a specimen of fish from the states to the tropics. Live and learn, boy. Live and learn. Anyhow, what's it to you so long as we collect 5000 bucks for the trip? That'll buy us another ship for our new GI airline. What good will the money do us if we get in trouble? What trouble? We're not getting into trouble, Bruce. I hope not. But answer me this one. How come our two passengers had us take off for Brownsville last night and then made a switch course and light out for Bolomar? They told us why. They were afraid that what they call their fish might get sick, so they decided to pass up the ichthyologist meeting in Brownsville and go straight to Baltimore. Okay, I'll buy that. But I still think it's funny about our radio conking out just then, so we couldn't notify Brownsville. It was okay before. This is an old ship, Bruce. Things always happen to jalopies. You know that. Marone promised to install a new radio for us when we get to Baltimore, by the way. Yeah, nice of it. Sure it is. The only thing that bothers me, though, is they'll be hunting for us all over Texas by this time. That means lots of explanation when we get back. I tell you, this whole setup smells fishy to me, Bill. Oh, I was wondering when that pun was coming. I'm not punning. 
Marone doesn't act like a zoologist or ichthyologist or any other kind of anologist to me. And Dr. Blomberg reminds me of some of those big-shot Hitler heels we saw in Germany. Look, Bruce, will you stop looking for trouble for the love of Mike? Okay, okay. But don't say I didn't warn you. I just wish I could hear what those two are talking about back there in the cabin. Probably just telling fish stories. Relax, pal, relax. Pilot Ramsey McMillan have become suspicious, Herr Maron. Those stupid Yankees. Do not worry about them, Dr. Blomberg. They did not even become suspicious when their radio suddenly failed. Good, good. All that remains then is to uh, persuade Professor Sturgeon to tell us a few secrets of the atom bomb which we do not know. Believe me, Blomberg. He will tell you. As head of the Bolomar Political Police Bureau, I have perfected ways of making men talk which... Not even your Gestapo, no. <laughs> ah, we approach the cave. Within an hour, we shall be in the Bolomar. It's been a long trip for Professor Sturgeon, and he is no longer young. You are certain it is a good physician who travels with him in that packing case? He's our leader's own physician who accompanies him. Do not worry. He assured me only a few minutes ago that the big fish, <laughs> whom he keeps unconscious to prevent any outcry, in excellent condition. But is it safe to keep a man unconscious so long? Forgive me for asking, but I am a scientist, not a physician. I said do not worry. Our man knows his job. What of these pilots? Surely you do not intend to allow them to return to America to, and say where they have been? Do you think me a fool? I will permit them to begin their return journey to this place. To get perhaps halfway there so no connection can be traced to Bolomar. Then they will have an accident. They will simply crash to death in the jungle, or perhaps in the Gulf of Mexico. It matters not. You mean you will do something to their plane before they leave, Bolomar? Exactly. Another procedure which my political police bureau has perfected. But suppose it goes wrong. <laughs> it will not. But it may. Would be safer to finish them off in Bolomar. If you please, Dr. Blomberg, attend to your job and permit me to attend to mine. I wish the plane to crash where no suspicion can attach to my country. And until our atom bombs are complete, and we can strike the Yankees to their knees with a lightning surprise attack, I wish no incident to occur which might put them on their guard. I see. Perhaps you know best, Herr Maron, but... No buts, if you please. I am in command here. Eh. No, I see we have passed over the cape. I will go to instruct the pilots how to proceed to the secret airport. <laughs> and there, while they lunch with me, my men will make the little adjustments to their plane, which will eliminate the only clue to this so precious professor stand. <laughs> We'll be back in a moment for the dramatic climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, gang, when a fellow or girl feels like tearing into a good day of work or play, it's almost a sure bet that there's a good hearty breakfast somewhere in the picture. And uh, did I mention Kellogg's Pet? Why, Pet is the old appetite tickler that makes you want to eat hearty. Good to look at when you hitch up your chair to the table. Golden and toasted and crisp as can be. And is pet terrific to taste. 
You can't beat that sunshine flavor for teasing your spoon right back for more. You know, Kellogg's Pep is called the sunshine cereal. It's famous for sparkling, sunny goodness and for its solid whole wheat nutrition. Mom will tell you how good it is for you, sure. And she likes the way you dig into your dish of Kellogg's Pep until you've finished off every last tender flake. And nowadays, too, there's a new angle to this business of not wasting cereal. You see, the cereal grains have been picked out to help give good nourishment to fellows and girls all over the world. So when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, you make sure there's no waste at your house. If you pour your own Pep, pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. And uh, pass the word along to the rest of your family, too. Remember, gang, eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. Late that evening, a converted Army transport plane with pilot Bill Ramsey and co-pilot Bruce McMillan at the controls wings across a dense tropical jungle and sights the moonlit waters of the Gulf of Mexico ahead. Well, here we are on our way again, Bruce, and it won't be long now before we'll be home. That'll be okay with me, Bill. I won't feel right till we sit down on our own little old runway. <laughs> Still haunted by the good Senor Marone and Dr. Bomberg, huh? You bet I am. <laughs> but we're rid of them. They're not with us anymore. I know. <laughs> but just the same, I don't feel quite safe yet. I wouldn't trust those two as far as I could throw this old crate of ours. Just just such gratitude. And we with 5,000 of their simoleons. Not to mention the fancy radio they tossed in for free. I know. Maybe I'm crazy, Bruce. But I still say those guys are bad actors. I don't like... Hey, wait. Huh? Something's happened to our number one motor. What the... You're not kidding. It's on fire. I'll switch it off. Get the extinguisher going, Bruce. Hurry. Right. Holy cats, look! Signal's number two! Seamus, Seamus, what's that on? Search me! Signal's number three! What? What? Hey, look out! We're losing altitude fast! You're telling me! Quick, get on the radio, SOS. Give our number and position. Hurry. Right. Attention, all stations. Attention, all stations. Plane 43-743 in trouble over Gulf. Three engines gone. Position 96.5, 15.6. There goes number four. We're going down, Bruce. Stay on that radio. We're starting to spin. Attention, all stations. SOS. SOS. Plane 43 743 in crash time. Here we go, Bruce. Here we go. Holy smoke, we're going to crash into the ground. Nose pointed straight down on fire and spinning like a smoking top. The old army plane hurtles down to the dark waters of the Gulf. Carrying Bill Ramsey and Bruce McMillan to what seems like certain destruction. Senor Maron has done his work well. And now, if the two pilots perish, the only clue to Professor Sturgeon's whereabouts and to the evil power which plans to hurl the world once again into slavery and chaos will disappear with them. What will happen? Is there any chance for the two flyers for whom Superman is diligently searching? Tomorrow's episode, tense with excitement, will tell the story, fellows and girls. So don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is the copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Hey, gang, when you line up all the famous names that you know, you'll find that Kellogg is mighty near the top. That's Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. 
And here are some of the good things Kellogg packs into each plump, tender biscuit of Kellogg shredded wheat. Flavor, natural nut sweet flavor, toasted just right. Nutrition, fine whole wheat nourishment. And for economy, Kellogg packs 15, 15 biscuits in every package. And they're made to fit the bowl. Try them soon. You'll like Kellogg shredded wheat. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>